if I hear about them again, I'll throw up. It's murder, she wrote. I barely heard a word as she choked. It wasn't nothing. And you TTI and it wasn't nothing. These mindless mental dwarves. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Josh Potter Show here inside the old Roach Motel. I appreciate you joining us once again on Wednesday. Remember, it's Wednesday. I'm still getting emails asking, where's the podcast? I also find it very odd that despite me mentioning many times a couple of weeks ago we were at Gas Digital, people are like, did you change studios again? No, I was just a... We said we were in New York City. I don't understand. How many times do I have to tell people things? But I am uh, going to tell you about my dates. April 22nd, Bakersfield, California. Going to be at the Well Comedy Club. Go get tickets up on my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter. Twitter is at J underscore Potter. Beyond that, Chandler, Arizona, May 5th and 6th. And you can get tickets up at those same places as well. And today we have a very special guest. The wonderful, the talented, the hilarious... Corinne Fisher, everybody. Hello. You know her from her many podcasts, Guys We Fucked, Without a Country, from and the old Gas Digital Network. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's not many. I mean, it's two. Well, yeah, you're right. It's not many. There's another one, too, but it's it's it, it's done. Why? What happened? Uh, it was uh, Two Less Lonely Girls with Rosebud Baker and myself. Oh. And I mean, I guess there's only so many times you can talk about Justin Bieber before you decide, you know what? I think I've done my due diligence as a fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think nowadays it would have taken a different arc, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be concentrating a lot on the Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez uh, drama, but I don't like to involve myself in that because I think it's negative energy towards two very talented, lovely women. Who else did Justin Bieber sleep with? Prior sleep to, with? Well, I guess I mean you don't know the the, the whole litany of women, but those I mean, are the who two famous. Main, those are the two main ones when we're talking about his main girlfriends. That, that's it. So he was with Selena Gomez. He the was longest. on and off with Selena for a long time. Was yeah. this during the podcast? Uh, no, uh, no. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you had any like anti-Selena. Not you guys, but. Uh, your fans or whatever people who listen to the program if they were anti Selena no most people time. are anti Haley very see. few anti Gomites anti Gomites mm-hmm. well that's a different thing all entirely from mm-hmm. what I understand what being a Gomite a Gomite is that that's Lewis's people yeah no I know I mean I was making oh, a joke oh I see I'm sorry <laughs> But the Gomez heads or whatever, uh, Selena Gomez heads. But yeah, no, I uh, I never got to listen to that podcast. Of course, we're all familiar with Guys We Fuck, but Without a Country is very wonderful. I mean, more people should check that out if they don't already. You do the news. We do the news here, too. We're going to do the news in a little bit. Well, speaking of Lewis, I mean, as he said about that, about Without a Country on his own network, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice. So in terms of what can only have one majorly successful oh. podcast, <laughs> says the guy who has multiple, I would say, too. Right. Yeah, I would say one successful. <laughs> and the other one, he has a lot of smoke and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I did both. And uh, I guess, yeah, Legion of Skanks is obviously very. I thought uh, Real Ass Podcast got a lot of people watching. No, it, it, yeah. It, yeah, it does. 
I uh, I also uh, wanted to let everybody know because we have Irish fans here on this program. Mm-hmm. Corinne is going to be in Ireland on April 3rd, right? Heck yeah, Monday, April 3rd. It's a Monday. You're not doing anything else. Come see me at Whelan's in Dublin. Is it Whelan's or Whelan's? I'm glad you said it because oh, I was going to say Whelan's. I've always said Whelan's, um, but you are it, it does sound more Irish to say Whelan. But no, you know what? I I think um, Irish comedians have said it to me as Whelan's. I, and do you have Irish comedians? doing the show with you no just me just i you. don't need it I all don't, by yourself i don't huh? need these other people on the show the, the irish comedians i know also are either num- too famous in ireland so they would have their own show or they're in america and they're not traveling with <laughs> me my best friend thomas Whit- dr thomas whitfield is doing this show with me though because he's an actual licensed therapist and so he can elevate the therapy or therapy like aspect of our show and take it to a new level for one night only. What's the therapy aspect? Is that like crowd work? And well, guys, you- we fucked is, I mean, we give advice. So it's that aspect of guys, we fucked that I, you know. You I- do that at the live show, though. Not always, but for since he's going to be traveling with me anyway, it, I would I think it would be a missed opportunity not to. Well, that'll be fun. So go check that out. We have free therapy, free therapy for the Irish. Who mm-hmm. the hell knows what that's going to? I know yield. it could be a lot of first timers. <laughs> yeah, good golly. I now I did a couple of shows in Dublin, and they were all uh, the er, the early shows. Like here in America, obviously the early shows are at like seven. Yeah. In Ireland, the early shows are at like four. Oh, because they got to start drinking. Yeah, that's well, they don't want to have a late show be late because of the drinking. I love that. Which is insanely stereotypical, I feel like. It's, no, I feel like it's like they know their audience. I mean, it, it, would feel, it would feel stereotypical if they were doing like an Irish themed night in New York City and it started at four. But I feel like if it's in Ireland, then it's just the truth. Yeah, but at the same time, the Irish are known for drinking, as you mentioned. Shouldn't they be good enough at it where they could handle a late show? Mm, who really gets that well adjusted to drinking you know i don't i don't well you know that's that's a, that's a different show maybe maybe when you have dr drew on you guys can talk about that corinne thinks i have a drinking problem uh, i think <laughs> you know when the producer laughs we have we've struck a nerve <laughs> i don't know that it's a problem necessarily but <laughs> rob you're supposed to be on my team pally i i i, I shrugged yeah, and so also he's on your team. He's on your team. We're we're both on your team. The team of wellness. Can't uh, abide such idiocy. Anyway. <laughs> uh oh. No. I uh I, and Corinne also, by the way, if you didn't see on my Instagram, uh, I stopped in at her baseball card store back mm-hmm. in uh, New York City. It's in Larchmont, New York, perfectly centered. We have many a baseball fan on this program. So it's in technically in Westchester, not in the city, but yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. Well, pe- no, it's, I'm just saying like, cause people, people are going to be like, oh, we're in New York city. And it'd be like, nah, you're not, you're going to have to take the train up, but it's, a, but it's easily accessible by the train. Station. Well, if you're in the area, you should go check it out. Especially if you're into baseball and baseball cards mm-hmm. and all of that and cards for everything for that matter. All sports cards, uh, vintage horror movie posters, sci-fi lobby cards. You- all the favorite stuff. Check it out. Of yeah. all the roaches out there. So Hell go yeah. check it out. Yes. And uh, we're going to get into sports because uh, we do we do, do the sports and the news here on this program. I know without a country sometimes. Do you talk about sports? Uh, every now and then. When it breaches the pop culture or exactly. whatever the case. Dude, what's a What's a major story recently that you've talked about? 
Um, the the Buffalo Bill incident where we, oh yes, Demar Hamlin. Anything yeah. other than that? Because I did I didn't I I did hear that part. Um, I book. think there was some like a there was a couple articles about like a like legal precedents changing maybe within like the NFL. Obviously, we talked about Brittany Griner, which I mean I. I guess, you know, just because she herself is an athlete, you can call it a, a sports kind of story. But I would say it's more like a human rights Socio-political issue. Socio-political <laughs> human yeah. rights thing. Well, let's yeah. get into the sports. Fuck human rights. Yeah. You like my music? I didn't know you were in charge of your own soundboard via your uh, phone until now. Oh, how do you think I was playing things just now? With your mind? No, I mean, I, I mean, mind. today I saw it, but I'm saying like in previous episodes. Oh, I see, I see. Well, you are a basketball fan more than me, I would say. Just really a Knicks fan, but yes, like out of the sports, I do like it's basketball. It's also the easiest one to understand. I, I find that to be not the case. Okay, I guess it's just because I like it the most. So well, I was I was only asking because I have been. Asking people to convince me about basketball. What what don't you like about basketball? I'll tell you what I don't like. <laughs> I talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but I don't like that it's constant scoring. That makes defense more special, which I understand, and I could probably find value in that. The other thing I don't like is... So the first point that you brought, you're bringing to the table is that you don't like nonstop action. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nonstop action in all sports. Mm. It just not doesn't... in baseball. I could take a nap during a whole inning and not miss jack shit. Well, the pitch clock is uh, fixing all of that. Ugh, if you don't know. We've, so boring. We've uh, downed the games to about from four hours to two and a half now. Oof, so yes. Oh, I love a baseball. A baseball game is a practice of mindfulness. It's about being in the present. You're the only person who goes to watch sp- sports for mindfulness. You have to be in the present. Each pitch is a different story. You have Each... to keep thinking in your head, God, don't let me fall asleep here. I'll get a sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> I've never fallen. I mean, I find it to be relaxing, I will say, and it's nice to be outdoors. That's what I like about baseball. Basketball, what else I don't like <laughs> is, and this is going to... Sound like I'm uh, taking up umbrage with uh, the uh, inner city blacks, but I don't oh like. Oh my god! I don't like load management. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying when I say that? No. Nope, load management, but somehow race got involved. Well, because it's part of the culture, I feel like, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't like the load management because it's like, say, Kevin Durant is just like, I don't feel like playing. It's Friday night. He just doesn't. Okay. That's the only sport where they are allowed to do that. And with the TV deals being what they are. So you think like, people should be forced to do things that they don't want to do? I think they should have to play. And uh, But even us as comedians, if we decide, we would be penalized, but we could decide last minute that we don't want to do a show. No one's dragging our body onto stage. Sure, but people would get refunds for their tickets. Mm-hmm. If you take your child to a Nets game and say it's the only one you can afford for the whole season and you show up to the Nets game and his favorite player is deciding to just take the night off. So you've never been to Broadway, obviously, because that's why they have those little slips in the playbills that says you could you could literally buy a ticket to see, you know, when Pamela Anderson was in Chicago, you could have bought a ticket to see that and you could get there and then it could say tonight's performance, the role of whatever will not be played by Pamela Anderson. And there's nothing you can do about that either. Sure. But how often does that happen? I I would say, honestly, more often than you than you would like. And is it like a matinee? No, it's not every show. What's the percentage, do you think? Uh, I would think, honestly, I've never been to a basketball game where my favorite player wasn't playing and I go to way less basketball games. Um, 
but I mean, I, I then uh, many times I've gone to Broadway shows and the person that I wanted to see wasn't there. I, I would I don't know the percentage. I mean, ten percent. I don't know. Well, all I'm higher saying, than you would think. All I'm saying is that I believe you know, if you're gonna just take days off like that, and I'm how others, often uh, is it happening though? It's happening a lot. Who just specifically with Kevin Durant? <laughs> well, I I say Kevin Durant specifically because I, when I tried to get into basketball. This is how I learned about load management. I was playing fantasy basketball uh-huh. to try and like learn to like learn the the players and watch more games. And all of a sudden, I'm like uh, watching one of the games. You know, I have Kevin Durant in my lineup, and I'm watching the Nets game. I'm like, where the fuck's Kevin Durant? They didn't even notify me. They didn't even say anything about him not playing. So you don't like you don't like basketball because it one time affected your fantasy team. Well, I don't like it. It's not more of a macro reason, but yes, that is one specific sighting. But then I thought about the, I, that poor dad taking his kid to the game here, and I was like, well, that's fucked up. Out of all the things that can happen in life, I think Kevin Durant not showing up to a basketball game you're going to is pretty low on the totem pole, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I guess, if we're talking about... I mean, but at the end of the day, it's still pretty disappointing if you're a little kid. Is there... Let them learn early. Um, is there uh, an amount of games that... Uh, there has to be an amount of games contractually that they have to play to get their That's salary. That's, most sports have that. Are you sure... Most there's absolutely no because I mean no no no, I'm sure there is but I think it's a lower threshold because it's more noticeable than any other sport and and I say if they need to rest that much if they're going to do this they call it load management because of the fact that like well we don't want them to have too much of a workload we want to tire them out these this game doesn't matter or whatever Mm -hmm. I say make less games then okay make the games more meaningful because hockey has just as many games as as basketball and you don't see guys taking off they're just on for the skates hell of it. though that they, they're mean they're phoning it in basically <laughs> skating back and forth all luxurious they can punch people out whenever they want to yeah that's they're getting drilled into the wall mm. every two seconds uh, have they you ever like actually that... played basketball and had to run back and forth multiple times it's exhausting yeah but it's no less exhausting than skating up and down a a, a rink back and forth for uh, you know, however many minutes you're actually you're but you're you're also now uh, putting hockey under like the umbrella of major sports in America. And I do. It's not. It's still, <laughs> <laughs> the country might not feel that right. way, but I certainly do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if we're going on like grueling, I, I definitely think football is the most grueling and then basketball and then baseball. I mean, baseball, those guys are fat. No, baseball is. I mean, I would I think I could play. Baseball. I think Burke Kreischer could play professional baseball i've been <laughs> yeah. saying that for like at least at a lower level i think yeah. Kreischer because he used to play college ball and i'm like he could still probably play baseball yeah probably easily yeah and i don't understand i mean i guess the competitiveness of baseball it ages people out of the sport but you could last a lot longer i'm sure mm-hmm. and you get a lot more mileage on the tires like if i could go if i had like a fantasy life and I could come back as a professional athlete of some kind, I would pick baseball player. Well, you do kind of have a fantasy life where you are playing hockey on your fantasy team that I saw. <laughs> or not a fantasy team, in your, on a video game. Well, I do have that. You're right. So you're, you made your fantasy a reality. I mean, in graphic form, it's like my bowling league. <laughs> Corinne is referencing... NHL 23 for PlayStation. Oh, I thought you would obviously have talked about that on the show before. I don't know that I have, Rob. Sorry, did I I embarrass you? I don't think so. (laughs) I'm not embarrassed by it by any means. I think you might have talked about the show, MLB The Show. Oh, yes. Well, we do play. I do play on Twitch, uh, but I haven't played hockey on Twitch, but Mm. I have, uh, you know, a player in 
NHL 23, you have a guy you create and it's you. Yeah. And then you play pickup games. Yeah. And I told Corinne the one night I'm like, hey, I'm playing hockey. And she said, no, you're not. Well, I I know that's not exactly what happened. I really thought that you were playing hockey. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like amazing. Like you're getting outside more. That's so good. Comics don't get we don't get it. And and that's not just you. None of us get outside enough. And I thought that was so amazing. And then you revealed that it was video game hockey. And I said, that's not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm. Well, it's not. No, but it is social. I guess (laughs) you really thought I was playing hockey, though. Yes. Why would that be crazy? I know lots of adult men that are in different kinds of sports leagues. Don't you think that's asinine? No, I think it's great. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's men spending quality time with each other and getting exercise. Why is that asinine? Well, here's why. I don't mind the exercise part. I can understand the health benefits of it all. But when you're 40 something and you're playing basketball and you're you tear up both your Achilles because you're playing a pickup game in a park. I feel like that's like a lot of rehab for what? Yeah, no, you're right. Just rest on the couch. <laughs> I, I plan on <laughs> it. Just, just keep, just keep. Let's be let, safety first, everyone. Stay on yeah. the couch and can only only live life through video games. You heard it here first. I plan on it. Yes, doctor's and, uh, orders. I did get an email though. I thought this video was pretty funny uh, that this guy sent in. It says, uh, hey, Papa Roach and crew, been waiting for my chance to send something noteworthy in, and boy, is this a gem. This designated hitter had over, uh, <laughs> this person made a joke. I'm going to sh- I'm gonna save the joke that they made until we hear what, what this is. Designated Hitler, excuse me, designated hitter <laughs> looking to get aboard. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I like how this man acknowledged his error. He could have just said designated Hitler and just, glossed over it and kept going yeah and someone would have been like you know you said hitler there right and he could have been like well i did i don't think i did that (laughs) and just you know at the end of but he came back and was like i'm sorry about that i mean hitter oh god sorry about that folks oh jesus and now he's drawing more attention to it it would have been funny if he said designated Hitler and then someone called him on it and he and he was like, I didn't say that. That's not real. Exactly. Like a Holocaust joke. <laughs> Who's Hitler? Get it, everyone. I'm Jewish. <laughs> That's what this guy said. This DH had over three uh, million home runs, I hear. But uh, <laughs> that from Matt L. in That's Annapolis, funny. Maryland. Thank you so much. And another story that came out in sports involves a hockey player. And uh, this video is upsetting obviously now to give you a little oh i saw this i didn't even realize it was a hockey player okay well to give you a little backstory if you aren't familiar at home what happened this is from a couple of weeks ago uh daniel briere one of my favorite all-time buffalo sabers former captain of the sabers in fact uh there was a dark day for the franchise we haven't recovered from the day we traded him away to the philadelphia flyers and he finished his career there now he is the general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers, which is, it still stings. Danny Briere's son here is Carson Briere. He plays for the Mercyhurst hockey team, the college. And uh, here, him and a couple of his buddies are uh, going to what looks like a party at a bar. And uh, they're at an upstairs portion of the bar. And they're kind of in the landing. They're in the uh, foyer here, about to enter the bar so play the video there rob and i'll describe it for the people listening on audio for the visually impaired yes like me 
So the a guy comes up and they're talking. They're saying some hockey stuff. Oh, hey, Jonesy, he was cool. Hey, yeah. And then uh, now you see Carson sitting into a wheelchair. There's a wheelchair perched at the top of the stairs here. Carson sits in it, scoots it forward, another guy's pushing it, and then Carson throws it down the stairs, breaking it. Oh. As they enter the party. You didn't see that part of it? No, I just like saw the still uh and I and I go this looks like someone doing something toxic and I didn't watch the video but the, and, but it make, also makes sense cuz like they're kids I'm like how are these hockey players? What well, they're they- college hockey players, yeah. Mm. Even though many of the NHL players if you saw them you'd be like who's that child? It makes you my favorite <laughs> hockey player. I describe him. Mm. He's the workhorse. As yummy? Well, he's the workhorse <laughs> from Whitehorse. I go, "Oh man, he's so gritty. He has a lot of heart." The way I describe him sounds like a burly man from Canada. Mm. And then when you see him you're like, "Oh, that child that's who you're talking about that 20 year old hockey players are pretty hot might be honestly I used to think basketball players were the hottest I think maybe hockey players are now though. I like that they have the long hair you like the long hair I part like of long it? hair yeah yeah my dad had long hair <laughs> that- no I just feel like you know they always say like you want to fuck someone that's like your parents and then I'm like well it's really the long hair part that I that's like. hilarious <laughs> I don't know that I want that at all um <laughs> No, sir. Sorry, your mom's not uh, fuckable. Sorry, your mom's (laughs) not a piece. (laughs) My mom's not a piece. No, she's not. Uh, But so I was watching this, and at first I tried to give some of the benefit of the... Because here's the thing. When I see like a college kid fuck up, I go, ah, God, he's going to regret that someday, and hopefully he gets older and matures. Uh, And, you know... That can't be a paralyzed person's wheelchair is what I thought for a second. You know, they're not in it. Oh, right. OK. But I mean, the, a lot of times when you're when you're wheelchair bound, once you get into a chair that you can then go without like maybe there's like a tables or like a stool in that bar. I can't see the full space. It looks like a place where maybe there would only be stools. Well, to but, give you a further context, the reason the wheelchair was empty was because the woman in it went to the bathroom, which is down the stairs. So her friends actually carried her down down the stairs. She has a leg injury. She's not wheelchair bound for Okay, so now ever. we don't even care. Well, that's This, I, this is just this is just someone with a broken leg. This is a fuck who cares. Yeah, I believe Case closed. Like she actually had the update here and uh well, and it's also, but the thing is, though, if it was a really a wheelchair-bound person, I mean, this place should get, be shut down. It's not it's not wheelchair accessible. I thought that, too. I go, well, really, the bar is actually going to get more flack than Carson Briere, whose father is rich and can just replace this wheelchair if he's so deemed. Yeah, but it's not about, I, I don't think it's about the money. It's about just this kid doesn't give a fuck about anything. Well, he's but you can tell baby. that from what he's wearing, though. That's why I gave the context of yeah. who he is, because he is a Nepo baby. Well, he should walk with his head down a little bit. It's hockey and this is America. Well, his dad's rich and he runs the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, they are from, well, I believe Danny Breer. Yeah, Danny Breer is from Canada. But um, but this is in America, this right? This is in America and yeah. he's American. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the story of what the girl's ailment was here. I mean, I think also take into account that like just because they're entering the bar at this time, I'm guessing they probably had a couple drinks previously. So you know how sometimes you just like it is more fun for some reason when you're intoxicated to like steal and damage property. And those are things that I would never think to be fun when I'm sober. But I, you know, in my younger days, I like I, I once like stole like a knife from a restaurant that I was eating at. I just like put it in my purse. I didn't, what? Like, why do I need an old butter knife? 
but it just felt so good. Dude, I mean, I've seen people steal pint glasses. I've seen people steal exactly. There's something about stealing like cutlery and and cups. That's weird. So wait a second. You said you stole like butter knives and stuff. This is when you drink. Just one. Not. I didn't do this multiple times, but I remember very specifically there was this place I used to go to uh, on Park Avenue when I was in college because they had a graveyard menu. And just I remember one time just thinking like how fun would it be if I just put this butter knife in my purse right now it's the only thing I've ever stolen <laughs> I mean I because my friend Matt used to date a girl who every time she would drink would steal a fork yes yeah like every soul single sister time. yes but we were I was always like what the hell is she like who cares it's a fucking fork or whatever you know what I mean I thought and I thought it was a deeper issue than no it's not because you want the thing it's the thrill of it it's the same reason why uh, uh why Nona was well that's was what stealing. I was gonna say isn't that mental illness no, that 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 <laughs> that part of listen. There is many mental illness uh, aspects to my Nona Ryder. I I don't think the kleptomania. I truly think that was like if we don't want to talk mental illness, it was like the mental illness that is fame. She, I think she was just so bored from being famous that long that she needed something to make her feel alive again. But I truly believe that's the reason. Isn't there a reason kleptomania is it's a, it's a mania, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that but ma- she was only doing it for an isolated period of time. You know, sure, but not, like not, like I'm not just saying Winona thing. Ryder. I'm saying like this girl that I was referencing, like she, I thought in my head, I go, well, she's a kleptomaniac because she's just stealing things she has no desire in having really. And it's the thrill, like you said, but and it took her getting drunk to do it, which was, yeah. so I wonder better. about that, you know? Well, I wanna, I'm looking up kleptomania right now because I want to see, it's an impulse control uh, disorder that results in an irresistible urge to steal. The cause of kleptomania remains unknown, but risk factors include a family history of kleptomania and other impulse control disorders. It occurs more often in women. I didn't know that. Ooh. I did not know that. Uh-oh. It's rare, too. Fewer than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. But I also think that's because very few people are, like, reporting being a kleptomaniac. Yeah, right. Who's, especially because it's illegal to steal. To get, well, also, people who are getting caught stealing, Yeah, they're not like, oh, yeah, it's my first time. You know, like, they're not going like, <laughs> I have a problem here. You know, <laughs> they're not fucking admitting to having a, a, a kleptomania. Damn, also, treatment can help, but this condition can't be cured. And then it goes, this is my favorite part, it goes, usually... Self-diagnosable. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> gotcha. You, yeah, you won't be the first person to steal things from here. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, but the uh, propensity to want to damage things when you're drunk, too, that's just, well, I mean, that's not the, that's not a thing, is it? There's no underlying, like, ailment. Being an asshole? Right? I don't being know. being an asshole. Yeah, douchebaggery. <laughs> so I think is, a lot of us have come, come under that. <laughs> this is the woman here uh, in her... Wheelchair. Does she have a missing leg, Rob? Oh it, yeah. It appears that she's missing. Okay, so she her is... entire left leg. Yeah, and, this changes and everything. Her okay, right we're leg back from to the <laughs> yeah. calf down. So oh, that's yeah. She's an amputee, guys. Yeah, yeah my team. bad. I thought she, well, she did break her leg, but it is off. Yeah, she broke body. it all the yeah. way off. Yeah, <laughs> that was is, a full break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a <laughs> hard stop. Full on break. So a uh, wheelchair obviously broke. Danny Briere is rich. He could probably buy her a new one. But a GoFundMe came out. And they raised a lot of funds, and she ended up just giving the money to other charities, which is very nice. So here's the thing I say at the end of the day. When when a douchebag does wrong, doesn't it end up being better in the in the long run? Didn't how much how much did we help here? It's like when Damar Hamlin had his heart attack, you brought him up before. Right. Eight million dollars? Yeah, but I mean I think that's just more like making lem uh lemonades out of 
Right, lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing here? Because I was like, how do we do it? How, do, what do what, we how does that go? How does lemonade get made? Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm sure she still had a very bad night that night. I mean, it, it was probably necessary, though, because it was revealed that this uh, guy's son needs uh, to not be a prick anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of a, a like a mirror shined on him. I would I would hope that he grows from it and all that horse shit. But who knows? <laughs> he probably won't. He's Danny Briere's spoiled little son yeah, at the I, end of the day. I doubt any of his friends care or treat him any differently. Who's this guy with her? Is this I think that's the bar, bar owner? the bar owner to be like, "Hey, we we're good pals here, you know? Uh we don't got to put any, uh, you know, railings in the <laughs> bathroom or anything like that." Yeah, he's like, "Look at me not pushing this lady down the staircase in front of me. Just, I can do it." <laughs> just avoid the fact that we don't have an elevator or any sort of handicap accessibility upstairs here. <laughs> Just ignore it because we're going to help out and be a swell guy. Yeah. With the, with, that would be something if the bar got shut down because of Danny Briere's kid, too. That would be wild. Oh, my God. They also look like kind of a, because like, right now they look like kind of a hot couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the bar owner. Right. I, am I wrong, Rob? I mean, does this like Yeah, I think that is the bar owner, yeah, but I, I agree say. with Corinne. This is her right. hot walking zaddy. It'd be fun to fucking <laughs> amputee, I think. That would be the kind of amputee that would be uh, enjoyable. To have sex with. She the actually one you reminds really me notice. of this. Yeah, she, re- <laughs> she you, know? you don't really notice. <laughs> yeah, because it's the lower leg. You know, unless you're a foot guy, you're not really paying attention to down that area. If you were on top, though, having sex with this uh, woman, I feel like it, it could even be better because you, you don't have to spread your legs as wide because it'll just be full bed underneath the whole thing. Well, she has a kneecap, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Does, doesn't she? She does, but just like you saying that made me... <laughs> well, I'm saying she still has to spread her thighs. It's no. still the same. Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. I was. I was thinking of the way I have sex because I'm having sex with men, so they're not spreading their legs. But good call. Exactly. They, well, yeah. The men I, don't my, spread the legs. My assessment was wrong because I've never fucked a woman. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize, everybody. I know I'm so fucking boring. What this straight millennial over here not having? I was gonna say pussy I was sex. Like, well, I mean, if the entire leg was missing, then yeah, you'd no, have no, a no, little. No. But no, there's still. I like, was thinking of it from the perspective of someone who's usually looking down at a man whose no, legs she, are not spread. If she was going to wrap her legs around you, you oh. would feel something kind of. Of missing in that capacity yeah 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 or if you were doggy style i guess it would have to be a little like uh you'd have to hold her up yeah she'd have to be it's a tripod on top of something like she'd have to she can't like do her you know put herself into that position Just leaning her against it you'd have to put her like over the side of the bed or something like that i like that even even amputees we somehow make make it disgusting anytime women oh, women are involved well if it was a guy amputee i would ask the same questions i promise mm. you that no i mean i'm the one who made it disgusting I would talk about how does that amputee man fuck too. But it's true though. Like if you were going to have sex with an amputee, you don't want one missing an arm necessarily, right? Mm. Arm is worse than leg. Uh, uh, why? Because visually you're noticing it more. You're up. That's like up near where your eyes are, mm. depending on positions. Also, know. hands are good. I'm not a foot guy, like I said, so we could do without the feet. If I had a double amputee with the feet, I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wow, that's so generous of you. I hope I there's know. a lot of double, double foot, foot amputees? amputees listening. Hey, all you footless ladies. They just got so wet. I'm not a fucking foot guy. Bring your footless bodies over here and we'll see what's up. <laughs> Yucky. Yucky. Not yucky having no feet. <laughs> yucky saying footless bodies. <laughs> Bring those footless bodies. Well, which over amputee here. would you like if you had to chop a limb off? No dick. 
<laughs> well, what is the point of that? Just then? to get in a hole. Oh, <laughs> maybe maybe their mind, Josh. I'm talking maybe about having their mind. I'm talking about having sex. I, mean, I with had them. sex with their mind. They could finger me. That's true too, but it's just weird that you would get rid of the dick. That's another reason not to get rid of the hands, for the record. Mm. Fingerings and yeah, no, I, I mean, I feel I feel like I could do without a leg. I think maybe not both legs, but I I think every woman kind of thinks what it would be like to like ride a guy in a wheelchair. I uh, I mean, they sell torsos. I've seen women buy that are just for what like to fuck like they're like a torso with a dick which i find insane oh i number one i didn't know that was available so i'm gonna google that right after we're done here but uh pull them up rob well uh carly from slut ever um, when she was doing that series uh on vice i believe she uh, fucked a full-size sex male male sex doll and it looked incredible but they're like twenty thousand dollars yes the the robot ones but see that's what i'm saying like a full-size sex doll is one thing because it's got all the parts this seems like some Dahmer shit to me no actually this looks so much this to me looks so much better than a dildo because you have something to grasp onto and then you could actually fuck it in a fucking motion Sure, of course, this but it's great. only the torso. Like, isn't it weird that there's no head? No, or, that's like, what we like. Arms? That's what we like. Okay. I maybe the arms because it's like if the arms can't do anything, I'd rather just grab straight onto the chest because you don't like. I think it would get sad if you started wrapping silicone arms around yourself to like feel loved while fucking the torso. <laughs> that's See, that's to me. That's when it gets weird. Yeah, that's Dahmer. the no face. I love. Yeah, the no head thing I can understand, but it doesn't even have like the legs are cut off at a. It would be like having sex with a person without legs. You would get an idea. Inclusive. Yes, so you would get an idea of what that's like if you fucked one of those things. Now I'm sure we have to blur all this, eh, Rob? I don't know. Oh yeah, this is not showing up on the. All right. Well, thank you for letting me know. But uh, that does that concludes the sports for today. Let's get into the news portion. This is where I I love how sports ended up here. Oh, of course. But also, I feel like uh, on other shows this deep into the show, I feel like they show stuff like this on YouTube. No, maybe not dicks. Mm, Unfortunately. Hey, everybody, I want to let you know, remember, Corinne's going to be in Ireland, and I know we have some Irish roaches out there. Go out to the show April 3rd. It's at Waylands. I'd love it if uh, she knows the roaches are scurrying about. So please to be going and buying tickets. But also, today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by DoorDash. What's costing you more, your food or your delivery fees? It's time to adjust Get rid of one of those, right? DashPass, the easiest way to get whatever you need delivered for less. DashPass is the DoorDash membership that offers unlimited $0 delivery fees from thousands of eligible restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores. Receive DoorDash credits back on all pickup orders. I love DoorDash because they go to the store for you. I'm telling you, razors, things in that little key, you got to call the guy over. I'm not doing that anymore. Now... I make the DoorDash person do that, and they love it. They get a tip. You tip them handsomely. They go about their day. DoorDash just isn't food anymore, by the way. You can get flowers, pet supplies, groceries, as I mentioned, razors, all at the tap of a button. You can cancel DashPass at any time. No hidden or additional fees. You'll enjoy the best of your neighborhood as you discover the new and best places near you because that's what they got gems on there, baby. I didn't even know some of these restaurants were in my neighborhood till I went on DoorDash. So thanks to them for uh, educating me about my neighborhood. Right now, you can get 50% off up to $20 value on your next DashPass order when you sign up for a membership and code JP at checkout. That's 50% off your first DashPass order up 
to $20 value with code JP. Say goodbye to delivery fees. Get Dash Pass from DoorDash today using code JP. When you've got zero delivery fees, you're free to get more because you can. Start your free month trial today. But um, it's the dicks that we can't show. Oh boy, now uh, Corinne. Yes. Always advocating for uh, females out there. You know me. Well, this was sent in by T Bone. At least eighteen female guards in the UK's cushiest prison have reportedly been fired or resigned amid a flurry of sordid sexual accusations. Okay. Which I think is, so far as I'm reading this, this is a very pro-feminine article because that means that these women were fucking. (laughs) I also love that they're referring to it as the cushiest prison. This prison for babies. (laughs) This luxury prison. It's probably a prison for like, uh, you know, some white collar fellas. And maybe that's what led to the sex more because they're like, this guy can get me some hush money. Oh, my God. Uh, This all includes claims of sex inside cells and one guard smuggling her underwear to an inmate. This sounds hot as fuck. (laughs) Right. Which is uh, so HMP Berwyn, that's the name of the prison, which is also Britain's largest facility, has been hit with various claims of illicit affairs and inappropriate relationships between guards and inmates since it opened back in, oh, 2017. So it's a modern prison. Hell yeah. Not some fucking Hogwarts looking dungeon. Three former workers sentenced in 2019 scandal, uh, the Mirror reported as well. The publication obtained documents that... Uh, that the exits obtained through information requests showed the inappropriate relationships were more widespread than had been publicly known. British outlets are reporting that the 18 women who were fired or resigned from a single jail is a record. Yes, women doing it. (laughs) Noting first, since 2019, a total of 31 women across England and Wales have been fired from jails for intimate relationships with inmates. Mm. Here in America, you know, you have one happen and the whole world finds out about it. Who's yeah. that lady, Tilly? Remember her from uh, The Escape at Danamora? She was helping out the uh, Matthew Sweat and uh, I believe, I forget the other fucking guy's name. Uh, Paul Dano played the other guy. Look oh. at her. Oh, yeah. She was blowing them. And... She needed to get it where she could. Well, yeah. she Well, she had a husband who also worked at the prison. Mm. And she was just like, they love me so much, so I'm going to help them escape. She was slipping them files and all these oh, other things. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, and she was fucking them in the uh, wood mm. shop room. And then uh, their plan was for her to help with the escape. They actually got out of the prison. She had cold feet. She was not there to take them in the getaway car like they had planned. I love that she said she got cold feet like she left them at the altar. She kind of, she did. She left. They were like, fuck. And so, I mean, what they, it worked out for her, even though she is in jail for uh, aiding the escape of prisoners, mm. she uh, would have gotten murdered by those guys. They were gonna. Their plan was <laughs> to drive to Mexico and then kill her. And Wait. she thought they were gonna go to Mexico and just live happily forever after. That was the plan. That's so sad. You really can't trust men. <laughs> it's like they were in prison for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they were in prison for murder. They were. Too. Seems like they were bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wonder how uh, many bad guys are in this prison, though, it being a cushy one. I want to get to the details of that more. Former HMP Berwyn guard Jennifer Gavin, for example, was sentenced to eight months in jail last year after pleading guilty to misconduct. She accepted one hundred and fifty dollars or one hundred fifty pounds, excuse me, or about one hundred and eighty dollars from inmate Alex Coxon to smuggle in a cell phone. 
which they later used to exchange raunchy photos. That's what I would say. If I ever got caught in prison with a phone, I'd be like, it's for nudes. <laughs> it's not for escaping. This isn't for escaping. This isn't an escaping phone. How would I even use the phone to escape? That's so funny. But it's also like if she's there, can't she just be like. Yeah, but you can't. A picture lasts a uh, you know, a lot longer than the flash than of this, a titty. Than this. Than this. <laughs> My tit is so small, I can't act. I couldn't even do the act out because it, it, like, it wouldn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, also, we're gonna have to have Rob blur that. Uh, actually, Annie flashed on uh, not this podcast, but the one I'm like, what are you doing? There's nothing to flash. I'm wearing a. I'm wearing a shirt oh, underneath yes, I'm the sorry. dress. I didn't even notice. Are you that blind that you thought my that you thought this black T-shirt was my tit? <laughs> I didn't see what your initial action was. I didn't know if you went under the black shirt. No. Mark Fairhurst, chair of the Prison Officers Association, <laughs> he uh, pinned blame on the recent spat of affairs and firings on the wrong kind of women getting hired. Well, isn't that leave it up to a man mm. to blame it on the they're hot, what are they hiring hot women? Like what is the he's like we need to hire more uggos they're for hot. the prison hiring whores. <laughs> Get these big titted whores out of here and start bringing in some uggos. What are mm. we doing? We're mm-hmm. hiring the wrong kind. We need to hire lesbians. Mm. Staff being recruited don't have face-to-face interviews. It's all done on Zoom, according to Fairhurst. A lot of people getting these jobs don't have enough life ex- experience and are susceptible to conditioning from prisoners. So he's saying the guards are stupid enough that the prisoners can just whisper sweet nothings in their ears and manipulate them into committing these sex acts. I would 100% fall for it. You By the prisoner? Yeah, I didn't know, thinking about it, because it's like they're playing mind games, like they would love bomb me, mm-hmm. and I would be like, you're right, I am the only one for you, and it was destiny that we came together. <laughs> and then I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a Mexican prison camp now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in jail. Uh-oh. <laughs> Your fingers just prove what we've been warning the employer about for years. That's what, oh, your figures. I thought he said your fingers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. I read that one wrong. I was like, what is this one going? <laughs> Another former guard, Emily Watson, was jailed for a year after having a fling with an inmate, John McGee, who was put behind bars for eight years for causing death by dangerous driving. So, he, so that guy just fucked up. You know? Yeah, I, I was actually very interested in what kind of criminals were getting fucked. Because I would go, f- if I'm going to do it, I'm going first degree murder. Why? Because if you're going to do it, do it. You want to fuck a murderer. That's really Do the... it. If you're going to fuck a bad boy, fuck a bad boy. Yeah, you got to fuck a murderer. You got to fuck a bad boy. Yeah. Now, uh, a rapist. No one wants nah, to fuck them, right? Nah, not interested. But do you think he's in there going like, bouncing off the walls because all these murderers are getting their dick sucked and he's like what the fuck that's Mm. what I'm here for (laughs) well no because he doesn't like consensual sex Uh, he likes power if he's a rapist yeah that's true Mm, always thinking I'm Mm. always thinking about rape that's something about me well this McGee fella he was also uh, described as a drug dealer that's kind of like I mean who hasn't fucked a drug dealer yeah that's a classic girl move that you're dating a drug dealer yeah I mean every girl has that phase she was jailed for performing sex acts on the inmate right in the cell. Mm. Uh, Aisha Gunn was jailed for one year back in 2019 for having sexual relationships with inmate uh, Karam Razak. He sa- it sounds hot. Yeah, I mean, he's part of the, the brotherhood and I'm sure he was, uh, you know, praying to the East or what have you. And he has he tattoos. He has, he's jacked. 
He he's he's one of those ones who kind of just silently does push ups <laughs> in his cell. I'm horny. <laughs> that guy's only there for conspiracy to rob someone. Oh my god! Uh, in court proceedings, Gunn was accused of smuggling a pair of her underwear to Razak, and uh, invest investigators found photos of Gunn and Razak kissing among the former guards' possessions. That's like kind of sweet. That's a sweet story. They cared for each other. Yeah, I mean, it's here's the thing. Why are women? How? Why are so many women working in a dude prison? Mm. Doesn't that just wouldn't that wouldn't you just assume that happens? It's like having employees work together and having you're gonna have some commingling. Yeah, but people are gonna people are gonna fuck. I mean, it's like someone's sex never stopped them from fucking in prison, bef- you know, before. So I no, think it sure. has to be just like you know, but the sex guards, and gender inclusive. The male guards usually go home to their f- wives, or if they are gay, to their boyfriends or something. They're not trying to fuck the prisoners. It's not like that happened. You know what I'm saying? It is kind of. I well, I could see it being. I mean, it's just. I feel like it's a fantasy for anyone, though. It's just like it's the uh, it's the author uh, the authority kind of dynamic. I think that's doing it. It's the same as like you want to fuck your professor. Sure. No, I mean, it makes a lot of sense mm. in that way. That's why I don't understand why they would have female guards. Well, what I'm saying is because I think, like, guys would end up fucking guys, too. So it's like people are going to fuck regardless is my point. Of course. Well, yeah. that's what happens in prison, but they usually do it with each other. Not the. Usually you don't hear about a guard blowing a dude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if they are gay. They can kind of separate things. The over you, you obviously have not spent a lot of time with gay people. <laughs> they cannot separate things. <laughs> What is it? Uh, find out, Rob. See if well, you can, while I finish this story, see if there's a story. Because I've never even heard of a male guard getting caught blowing a prisoner. You're not reading the right article. <laughs> I guess you're right. The yeah. overwhelming majority of prison service staff are hardworking and dedicated and will not hesitate to punish those who break the rules, says a prison service spokesman. Over 500 members of the staff at HMP Berwyn have undertaken corruption prevention training in the last 18 months. And our enhanced security is protecting the prison against attempts to smuggle illicit items in. What does it say there? You read it. To well, me. this is a uh, Texas prisoner prison guard charged with raping male prisoner. Ooh. Prisoner files uh, section nineteen eighty three complaint. But I also found this article uh, from the U.S. Department of Justice. Mm. Should women guards work in prisons for men? It is authored by one Jay Potter. That's so weird. I wrote it. I wrote it. <laughs> There's my article. I should. I was saying, I don't, you know, I kind of wanted to just keep it under the, under wraps, but you know, you found me out. Now we know you had an agenda when you featured this story on exactly. your podcast. So what did I say? You think women shouldn't be in the workplace. Okay, good. Whittled yep. it down. I think yeah, that you should find all my other 20 articles about where else women shouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, you love animals. I do. They're your favorite. So yeah. I thought this would be an interesting story for you. It's from Larry Bowman. He sent things into joshpottershow at gmail.com. That's where you can send all your stuff in for the record, folks. And the reason I thought you'd like this is because it involves some retribution. Okay. Well, now, a, that, it went from sweet to rude. Well, no. I mean, it's a it's an animal uh, attacking a human. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, I like it again. So police killed a zebra, but that's the- oh. <laughs> That was after the fact. I'm Aww, sorry. Why? Well, a zebra? Yes, it's in Ohio. After it attacked <sighs> and nearly bit off its owner's arm. Why do we own zebras? Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly, exactly. Officers from the Pickaway County Sheriff's Office were called Sunday to a rural property in Circleville, Ohio, around 5.30 p.m. They found Ronald Clifton on the ground in front of 
his herd of zebras. He was hemorrhaging blood below his right elbow from a bite wound, according to the police reports. That zebra tried to do something for the whole crew. Well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. An officer placed his car between the 72-year-old victim, this man was 72, and the herd to help tend to Clifton when he was a... uh, when he said a large male zebra charged my driver's side door Hell and was yeah. acting very hostile. Oof. After the officer was able to scare off the hostile zebra with his vehicle's air horns and sirens, he and his partner were able to administer a tourniquet to Clifton's arm and get him up on his feet. While Clifton was being cared for uh, by EMS personnel, officers observed the same male zebra approach Clifton's family and the officers. So he was coming back for some more. Hell yeah, he wants seconds. The family authorized the police to then shoot the zebra if he got too close. Mm. A police sergeant yelled at the zebra three times. What did he yell? He's like, go away! (laughs) I mean, zebras don't speak English, pally. Shoot your gun in the air and like it'll run away. You know what I mean? I don't understand why they have to kill it. Well, I mean, they let it live them longer than they would give most humans a chance to live. So. <laughs> yeah, good thing Especially he was in Ohio. Good thing he was a zebra. <laughs> yeah. Let me just put it that way. Good you thing know? he was black yeah, and white. Exactly. Yeah, he had du- dual colors because yeah. if he only had one. Now, if he was white, he would. If it was just a white unicorn or whatever, <laughs> which yeah. just, they'd be like, "Let it go." <laughs> it was it's just an arm. It's just an arm. We're all good here. You're going to press charges. The police sergeant yelled at the zebra, as I mentioned. Uh, the officer who shot the zebra said it was protective of about five or six female zebras Ooh. that were in the field at the location upon arrival. That's a zebra harem. Yeah, I mean, but zebras in Ohio, there's just zebras running around Ohio. Yeah, I I can't believe that it's uh, legal to own, never mind one, but multiple exotic animals like that in Ohio. And it's not even like it doesn't even say anything like, oh, this is for the zebra farm or what have you. Like, it's not like you go to Ohio and we go, we're going to go check out the zebra farm. This is just some guy who owns zebras. Not even a good year round climate for zebras. Right. That's what I'm saying. Where do they I mean, they're not, they can't be in the cold, right? Do they go in the house for the holidays? Yeah, right? Does he have a heated barn for the zebra? I'm so angry. I want that zebra to bite off the other arm. Yeah, well, maybe the other people in the, or the other zebras in the herd will uh, get some revenge, you know? Hell yeah. What's that say, Rob? Uh, under Ohio Department of Agriculture's 2012 exotic animal law, which requires some animals to be registered, zebras are not considered dangerous or banned. Mm. But there is a law that was really, that was, Put into effect after 2011 when about 50 exotic animals were released by an Ohio man before he committed suicide. The release resulted in a massacre of the animals. Oh my God. Sheriff's deputies killed 18 Bengal tigers, 17 lions, six black bears, three cougars, two grizzly bears, two wolves, and a baboon. That's a fucking zoo. One monkey was never found. Yes. <laughs> that's like Hell a, yeah. That's a sweet like action movie. Like the monkey comes back and he gets his revenge. <laughs> I mean, that's over the top. That's like the scene in like Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure where he the pet store is on fire and he's just carrying <laughs> yeah. loose snakes in his arm. That's crazy. <laughs> also, I love it, it. It was a good kind of, it was a red flag to that guy's friends that he was about to end it all. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he, he, Jeff got another baboon. Should we, <laughs> should we take him to the doctor? <laughs> yeah, should we have an intervention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen it coming? Everyone, everyone, the <laughs> whole... literally everybody. The the cougars knew it was coming. Oh my lord! Oh my god! Wow! Well, I hope that monkey's safe out there somewhere. Oh, that moment, monkey's probably a business owner. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. He's pr- he's a CEO. Mm. 
Now, I hate to ask you about this. I'm sure you talk too much about this kind of stuff, but it is a pressing issue on the program. Growers versus showers. I knew it was going to have something kind of to do with cum. I don't know that it has to do with cum necessarily. Well, because the cum's about to come out when it's growing. This is true. Um, But Spanish urologists have conducted new research on the size differences between flaccid and erect penises to determine whether most men are growers or showers. Why are doctors doing these things? Well, they can't, you know, stop the high rate of uh, mother mortality. They have to concentrate on the important (laughs) issues going on in healthcare. There's so many things a urologist could be researching, but they're like, hey... Let's uh, let's see which guys are more growers than showers. What's your uh, through your data? Uh, I would say, hmm, I think probably more growers, but yeah, I would say probably more growers. Now a shower, does a shower then not grow very much more than they're already showing? Is that what we're? Is that? Yeah, that's what that's what I would say. I, I would say like it's not like super in, much more impressive when uh, the the penis becomes erect. Uh, I guess it, it's like fifty fifty. I think actually in my experience as a grower, I never knew <laughs> that these showers just didn't grow as much. I thought they were just stacking the deck. You know? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Why did you laugh? Well, it just—it was just funny to self-identify. As sure, a I identify as a grower. Right. I think that's fair. Yeah, well, I'm a shower. Uh, you're a shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meaty pussy guys. <laughs> <laughs> While the two categories may be considered crude superficialities, researchers say it's crucial for urologists to be aware of the size fluctuation if they're performing a penile procedure. It is an imp- uh, important to be able to predict if a patient is a grower or a shower, as when we see them, they are usually in a flaccid state. I don't understand Yeah, they're why, still so. not explaining why. It's like they just restated what they were doing, and then they added important to it, and they're like, they won't look into it more. It says, it says if they grow a lot when they get an erection, it might mean they need a different surgical approach compared to someone who doesn't grow much. I feel like that's just your excuse. You're like, hey, you never know. We got to check and see. Yeah. For the study, Alonzo Issa and the urologist based at three hospitals at a clinic in Madrid conducted ultrasound scans on 225 men, both flaccid and then erect states. Wow. That mm. is quite... I wonder how much they got paid for that study. You know? Did you they interested? Just, they just got to come? I don't know that I'd be interested. I would Oh, I thought be... you... You seemed interested in conducting this study. No, 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 no. I, I, you know, I could be a subject of the study, if that's mm. what you're saying. I, mm. would, I would consider it. But at the same time, I would be like a little... I don't know... Even if I'm uh, growing, let's say, and, uh, you know, who's making me grow here? Or and who am I showing it to? So the problem is you don't want no no gay stuff. No, it's not. <laughs> that is funny, you, you but s- that's not really what I... <laughs> that's, you kind I of said it, thinking... we're like, but is it gay stuff? <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't write me a chuck big enough for the gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going with that route. I just was wondering, like, will it be my best showing? For the study, of course. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? I don't want to go in there and have them have bad data and be like, no, 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 that's not what it's usually like. <laughs> it seems like it's all about the data, Mr. Science over here. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the data. I don't I don't want to fudge any numbers. I want to give them an accurate right. assessment at of the course. end of the day. But of course. So it's, I'm wondering, like, 
How do they get you hard? And then B, who's looking at it? Because that could, you know, cause a little stage fright. If I got a team of doctors, then measuring my penis, I don't know. Yeah. How long am I keeping that hard for? That's true. Like, how long can one maintain an erection if it's not being, like, fluffed? Right. I don't know. Is there an average (laughs) amount of time? Well, it depends on the situation completely. Well, I'm guessing, like, they're definitely having people grow or show using pornography the same way they do in, like, a sperm bank. But then, yeah, you would have to get, unless... Because unless they're testing, they're like trusting you to measure it yourself. And then they're kind of just looking behind like a one-way mirror or two-way mirror. To audit you. And they're like, yeah, just to make sure they're not doing any funny stuff. Well, on uh, every result, we actually take two inches off the the reported number because (laughs) everyone embellishes. Yes. Uh, But that's the thing. Like, how long is it that? And then like, you know. I mean, it would be really cool if they just measured it by a girl just being like, he was this big, you know what I mean? Or whatever that was after the fact. Uh, did you measure it as it as it was in her mouth? Is yeah. that what you just did? Like she'd come out and be like, that one was. Right that was here. the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. It's always the ones you, you least expect it from who are the baddest boys. Why? It <laughs> was graphic. You didn't expect it? That was, that was graphic. Well, I was just saying. You know, so sexual. Like, about here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I go, here. That would be fun. (laughs) Here. Oh, my Lord. Good golly. Oh, my goodness. According to the results, though, the average penis is 42% larger when erect than it is when it's flaccid. Really? Yeah, I mean. Those are not my findings. That's This is Madrid. Maybe this is Madrid specific. Well, no, I mean, 42. You think it's more? You think it's higher percent? In Madrid? No, 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 and just in general. I'm saying the average penis is 42% larger when erect than when it is flaccid. No, I would say, I don't think it's that, I would say it's less than that. It feels like, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, because like I said, like I would say when I kind of thought about it, I was like, I feel like it's like half growers, half showers, you know? Definitely not all of them are extending by 42% from what I've seen. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm higher than 42 percent. Oh, here we go. I'm just saying, like, I think I'm on the. the other. Talk about it on your fantasy team. <laughs> I'm just saying 42 percent larger. I mean, what is that for fucking babies? Penises? <laughs> no, I'm just mean a flaccid penis is sometimes like, you know, it could be ridiculously flaccid. And then, you know, when you're harder, it seems like it's much, much larger. So it's like by okay. like 80 percent. This is so hardcore. See, that feels like, eh, that's good. Okay. I was just doing some hand math. Yeah, of what? Of just like a lot of times it's like the size of a grower. Right. If it's like this size. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to add it on. This is 50%, but, you know, 42% is not that much less than 50%. Yeah. And I didn't know how to do 42% with my fingers. I would say that's pretty accurate. You think this is like an an at? Average size, yeah. What is this? Can someone measure this? How do you know how, how tall a Red that's Bull is? Six inches, right there. Do you know how tall a Red Bull is? You're extending it now. You're I know, I know. I fucked, it. I fucked it up. Damn it! I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Okay. No, you're all right. Wait, wait. He has a measuring tape. This is incredible. Oh my lord! This is a math cast. Should okay. I just go to the bathroom and do the study? <laughs> oh, actually, you were pretty spot on. It's like five, uh, five and a half, a little five and a half fish, six. Kind of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not bad. All right. 
So oh so oh, so okay. Sorry, my hand math checks out. No, you're right. I measure a lot of things with body parts, and I did it with a couch, and then um, I had to hire a company to cut, cut the couch in half because it did my <laughs> you did my with hand your body. Ma- my hand math didn't work out that time. With a couch, you did your hands. I thought you were just like laying on the ground and being like, "It's this big." Well, I do measure stuff with my own uh, body sometimes because I'll lay down and I'll be like, "Well, I'm five foot three and a half," and then. Yeah. I'll add on. You extend it. Listen, God gave us a lot of tools, so you got to use right. them sometimes. I use my hair, my hands as combs. I'm Ariel. I use my hands as combs? Yeah, I'm a little mermaid. <laughs> a little fork. Get a fork up in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> One that I stole when I was drunk. <laughs> up where she walks. <laughs> uh, well, you are a connoisseur of fast food, so I thought we could wrap up. Did Not you- fast food, but... F- you know, just uh, American dining. I, I thought say. the door was going to open and it was just going to be a bunch of egg McMuffins. Wouldn't that be nice? I would cry. Tappy tears. Have you been to a Buffalo Wild Wings as of late? I don't know that I've ever actually been to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I might have ordered from one once when I lived in Harlem. Mm, you ordered like takeout from one. Yeah, because I like I like they I like fries, but I I got to be honest, I um I only very recently started eating buffalo wings and then I kind of stopped eating meat altogether but I like maybe like five six seven years ago was the first time I even had a buffalo wing because it was a big thing in Canada I was told buffalo wings Mm -hmm. I know it seems like it would be buffalo well it is but there but (laughs) but there was also a place like a city in Canada where it was very big was it Toronto maybe I don't know sure it's close by yeah because anytime I go to like a city I go what's the food that you gotta eat here I, uh, when I was home last, I mean, this is going to be sacrilege to people from my hometown, but uh, when I was home last, I just go, I think I'm done with wings. Really? Yeah, I just don't think I'm going to eat them anymore. I was, I was impressed because I don't love chicken and so I had avoided wings for a long time because they just didn't seem appetizing to me and I also don't like when the food is named after the body part you're actually eating that disgusts me um but they were pretty good yeah there is something like that I just noticed this last time I'm maybe it's just being away from it for so long it's very autopsy like and I don't like it's just very strange and I don't like it anymore uh but don't worry, because Buffalo Wild Wings doesn't uh, seem too scared by the class mm-hmm. action lawsuit being filed against it. This involving the uh, v- validity of their wings. I heard about this. This was big news. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it involves their boneless wing. It was filed by a Chicago customer of the chain restaurant. Uh, they alleged that so-called boneless wings are false advertising, since the name implies the customer will receive deboned chicken wings. Rather than what they actually receive, which is deep-fried chicken breast meat. Mm -hmm. If anything, boneless wings are just dressed-up nuggets, said the plaintiff. We are bogging down courts with this. This is unbelievable. But I mean, like, uh, wings have bones in them, so are they saying that it would have to be a deboned wing that was then re-put together? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you just want loose meat that you'd eat with like a fork or something like yeah you want it shaved off like yeah we've all agreed as a society that a boneless wing is just a deep fried nugget yeah it's just a chicken nugget yeah we know that yeah we've i mean that's like uh, that's why i don't understand this but and as you know buffalo wild wings they came out on twitter and they actually like leaned into it they said it's true our boneless wings are all white meat chicken our hamburgers contain no ham our buffalo wings are zero percent buffalo 
<laughs> oh, I, I love when corporations get funny. Who do you think? Yeah, do you think it was an intern? Just got, I got one for you. <laughs> In the marketing department. Uh-oh, we're coming for you. What is your, f- now, Buffalo Wild Wings, I don't even really, it's not fast food, obviously. It's no, more it's like fine a, dining. It's Michelin star. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. What category would you place it? And what uh, restaurant from that category is your favorite? I mean, it's pretty It's pretty close to fast food. I mean, it's not one of the biggies, but it's like, I mean, what is it? Fast casual? Yeah. Because I guess it's like a, one of those ones where you like order at the counter, take it back to your seat. But a lot of people actually do still eat in the establishment. Buffalo Wild Wings has waiters. Oh, wait, you know what? I'm thinking of Wingstop, actually. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm conflating them. Oh, I'm okay, sorry. so, yeah. So, it's a little bit, yeah. It's, it's, so, it's a casual dining. Yes, it's like they your have, Applebee's, your TGI, Friday's. It's that high up, you think? I mean, Do they have well, appetizers? Gonna, they do. They have a whole crazy I menu. I need to see the menu. Yes, pull up the menu, please. Please, please can I see Wild the menu Wings. so I can make a proper assessment? They have a whole assessment. bar. They have lots. I mean, we're giving them a fucking commercial here at this point. Well, now I, I, I haven't really eaten a proper meal today. That's why I ate a bag of Parmesan goldfish before I walked into the studio. <laughs> and I'm so hungry now that I'm now talking myself. But see, look, okay. So like, the all right, it is kind of Applebee's-esque, I right. guess. Exactly. You're, you are, you're right. But it's like, because it has like these bundles and... Like anytime it has bundles and also it's a restaurant that you wouldn't expect to have tacos, but they somehow have it. That's very fast foodie. And also on the menu, they're showing you the food in take home containers. And that's not the sign. Well, I think it's because fast, we fast are dining. looking at the online menu and they are coming. But it is. But I go mean, to like, like Outback and like they're not showing it to you in a, to go. They're showing it to you on porcelain because they have fucking class. That's a good point. This is this is I this is I could argue this in court. I should be the lawyer on this. <laughs> and I hate what the cluck. I hate why don't make animal sounds on your website where you're trying to get us <laughs> to eat animals. It's disgusting. Well, that's Outback. I mean, they're. I know it's gross. They've got a lot of animals. I didn't eat at Chick Fil A for years because they had the the cows out there saying eat more chicken, <laughs> and I said don't, but bring them into this. Yeah, the cows. You don't want to pit the cows against the oh, chickens. My God, interspecies violence. That's that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, or when they have the animal as the mascot and he's like eating the food. It's so bad. The cannibalism of it. Yeah. I mean, there was like a sketch on SNL uh, one time about that, and it's like you, and it's like a, was like a cartoon chicken or something, and then you like watch it ultimately get its head uh, hacked <laughs> off to be served to the family, and they're like, mmm, clucky or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I've never feel, felt so seen in my whole damn life. So, out of all of those restaurants, your favorite would be what? Applebee's? I don't, I don't even know what category we're in, though. I do like the American uh, casual fa- dining. Yeah, fast casual is about sounds yeah. about right. Okay, yeah. well, I really, I more than Applebee's, I like. Ruby Tuesdays. Whoa! And and do you know what? But also, but do you know what Charlie Brown's is? Do not. Okay. So the reason I like Ruby Tuesdays and Charlie Brown, I like Charlie Brown's more. It's classier, but I didn't know where that extended. And a very specific reason, they have a salad bar. And I know post in a post COVID world, maybe we're not into these accessible salad bars. There is nothing more that I love than a salad bar at a oh fast casual restaurant. I had a dream. I'm so hungry right now. I had a dream about the Wendy's salad bar in the sunroom. Oh my God, the sunroom. They all had sunrooms and they all had salad bars. I used to sit in the sunroom all the time at the Wendy's. It was so opulent. Oh, it was beautiful. And also, do you remember the, the pita? 
the pita sandwiches that they had. They had this chicken Caesar pita. Yes, it was like a gyro almost. Yeah, almost. If well, you're so great, you're leaning into it. But yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I mean that's how you say it. Yeah, no, no, (laughs) no. But I'm saying like yeah, I'm like also a pita though. But yeah, sure. Yeah, I forgot. Yes, it was called a pita. It was so. It was so good. I do remember those. Yeah. So this. So these two I love because of the salad bar. But then I think the ultimate all time that brings me joy is friendlies. Friendlies. I love friendlies. I haven't had a friendlies in. Oh, 30 some odd years. Really? You're such a road dog. Anytime I'm on the road, kind of in the Northeast, when I'm in the, in the, on the road in a car, you can always uh, access a friendly. It's like if you're going to like New Hampshire or something. Oh, I've seen them. I just have never oh. had the desire to go. I mean, I remember getting the, uh, my grandma would take me there. It reminds me of my grandma, actually, friendlies. Like, and just, it's like a grandma restaurant. It thing. is. I see more grandparents bringing their kids out to dine at friendlies than anywhere else. My, uh, my aunt's best friend also worked at a friendlies growing up. So we would get, go to friendlies a lot and kind of get that VIP. IP treatment. Their clientele's dying off, though. That's why they're closing shop. Oh, God. It's so good. We got to get the Gen Zs to friendlies. They're like they did with the Saddle Ranch. Yeah. And the opera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they're, oh, God. They have really good appetizer platters um, at friendlies. <laughs> and also, if you're going to get a crispy chicken salad, specifically with honey mustard dressing or a crispy chicken wrap, you're not going to get a better one on this planet than if you go to a Friendly's. Then you top it off with the Conehead Sunday at the end of it. I've which had that. You don't have to be a child to order it. Just ask for it. You're going to feel weird, but you're saying, can adults get the Conehead? The answer is <laughs> yes, you can. And yes, you will. Yeah. Um, and Christina and I, oh my God, we love eating. That's what we, we both eat that. I'll, I'll eat chicken to eat the crispy chicken there. I don't love to eat kill the animals, but they got to go for the crispy chicken every now and again. <laughs> Recently, we went to see uh, a psychic medium and then we went to friendlies. And that is a that's a day. That sounds like a Corinne that's special a day. day. That was sure. a day. I made contact with my dead father and then I <laughs> ate a conehead sundae and I said, childhood, you're back, baby. <laughs> well, Corinne, thank you for coming on the program. You're welcome. Sorry, I wanted to listen to the sound. Oh, no, that's fine. I appreciate it very much. Mm. Pleased to be watching Guys We Fucked on YouTube. Watch Without a Country every Tuesday. Stream live at gasdigitalnetwork.com. And uh, it comes out, what, Wednesdays now? Uh, Yeah, Without a Country comes out on Wednesdays. Guys We Fuck comes out on Fridays. It's open to everyone now. We're still on Luminary, but you can access episodes free uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I'm on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram at Philanthropy Gal. And yeah, if you're in Dublin, come see me April 3rd. Please, uh, tickets at CorinneFisher.com. Yes, April 3rd's coming right up. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Can't wait to see how it goes. Also, uh, is this Cool Ranch Doritos on this sandwich? I'm so distracted by this media. It is indeed. That is wild. (sighs) It looks so She's so hungry. We have to leave. But uh, (laughs) please come see me in Bakersfield April 22nd. Tickets are on sale. Tickets are also on sale May 5th and 6th, Chandler, Arizona, at the Mic Drop Comedy Club. Their brand new club at Josh underscore Potter on Instagram, at J underscore Potter on Twitter. Other than that, thank you so much for joining us for another episode, and I hope you uh, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment. I love you all very much, and we'll see you next Wednesday here on The Josh Potter Show.